0: We'll be using that text somewhat. Uh, We have been, as I said to you, Brother Frank, in the parking lot at Trinity, that I was going through the five solas of the Reformation, and when I get the opportunity, and I've come to the the third one, which I've listed as sola fide, or fide, as um, our friend. Scott Meadows pronounce it, uh, but you know you you can. It doesn't matter. Solo fide, which means fifth alone. But as we discuss this topic, even as, as simple as it sounds, it there's still there's still controversy in some who present this solo. And this morning, I will try, by God's help, to open up this doctrine. you know these doctrines were formulated to set aside what we believe. And it is important to know as a Christian what you believe because people would always behave what they behave, what they believe. And the reason why some people in the church behave the way they behave, when it relates to worship, the Lord's day, and stuff like that, is because of what they believe. And therefore, part of Reformation is undoing what was taught before, undoing it, um, breaking it down, like what Josiah did when he went in to the temple and and broke down all of these um, things that his fathers had erected. So you you cannot reform um, a life or a church unless you begin that process of breaking down and uh as we minister um this this is my attempt this morning third of the five solos we are considering in the protestant reformation we've considered solo scriptura scripture alone solo christos christ alone you know a lot of time today we will be considering sola fide or sola fide depends on your dialect how you pronounce it i wouldn't kill you if you pronounce it either way now a christian is justified before god by faith without works that is really a fundamental principle this is the backbone of the reformation However, though, the sinner is justified by faith alone. Faith does not stand alone. It is not latent. And I hope you understand that. It is not dead, as James said. A believer's faith is both substantive and active. Today you hear people say that this one is is a christian but there 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 is an on there there's a that that person is an unfaithful christian the two cannot go together there's no such person Uh, it's just like saying that this boy or this girl or this man or this woman is a christian but they are an unregenerate christian Hmm. the two doesn't go together and the question is am i really a christian Hmm. And and, and and I'm glad I get to this because it clears up a lot of false theories that we have in the church. Oh, this is a brother in our church, but he's an unfaithful brother. No, 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 he's not a brother uh, at all. Um, so let's let's get these things aside. So if you think that you are somewhere uh, oh, there that you, yeah, I'm a Christian, but I'm an unfaithful one. No, no, the, the, the serious question you need to go before God with is, how am I converted? And we're going through these messages about conversion in John's gospel in the morning. They're evangelistic. And it, it, I'm going through them for a purpose, for a reason. And uh, I hope you understand why I'm going through showing the conversions in John's gospel. Very deliberate and showing you that basically all of them are the same after the person was converted. You see the same results. Uh, but I just thought I would... I would clear the two cannot mix. Titus, um, Titus one uh, four the the Bible says Paul writing to Titus, my, my own son, after the common faith, uh, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ our Savior. The fact that it is called the common faith means that it is given to true believers. This is is a common faith. Common doesn't mean that. Everybody that walked the street got the faith, but it is common mm. among the believers. So Paul called Titus my son, and, and 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 that is in reference to his spiritual relationship to the apostle Paul. Uh, that he, that uh, the common faith mean that it is given to all true believers, a part and parcel with salvation. In James chapter two. And I'll be going through these verses with you. Um, James, the writer, bring attention to two individuals, not by accident, but deliberate. One is called the father of faith, the father of believers. The other is a right heathen, um, a Gentile woman, and and. and and hear what James said about the two of them. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect or complete? Uh, and the scripture was fulfilled, which saith, "Abraham believed God, and it was imputed." unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see then how that by works a man is justified and not by faith only. Let's go under the category, of course, is that faith is active. Saving faith is active and Abraham is cited. cited. And then in verse 25, James brings attention now to a woman, a heathen woman, um in James 2 25. Likewise, the word likewise, of course, mean in the same manner. Was not Rahab the Harlot justified by works when she had received the messengers and had sent them out another way? For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Here James is it's not contradicting justification mm. by faith alone mm. i don't think so he's not contradicting it he's saying that saving faith doesn't stand alone faith have works to show Well, so there's not there's no such thing as an unfaithful christian it has works to show and, and today I will feature three basic lines under our subject, uh, because it is, it's just a, a devotional hour, I, which I hope to cover in the next 20, 20 minutes, um, maybe get back to it. And each one of these solos, I promise to get back to finish when I come back. And they have been coming yeah. so rapid that I never get back to, to comment on the one that went before but the faith that justifies is an imputed faith. Oh, you, you you know what this word imputed means? Uh, let me see if I can pick out somebody that I feel don't know what it means. Maybe um, Nigel. <laughs> I'm just picking on you. To, okay, to, you to impute. To impute. To, to, to pass on to? To credit someone to. Yes, to credit someone to. Um, Eddie, to be imputed. Just like how Adam's sin was imputed to us. We we didn't do anything to be sinners. Uh, We we naturally are born sinners because we we, we imputed Adam's sin. And it's the same thing with Christ. Uh, uh, The faith that justifies is an imputed faith. Remember Romans 4 says this. I'll read. I'll read the whole of Romans of the, the context because this is one of the passages that are cited uh, in 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 uh, in the Reformation. Romans chapter four, verses one to five. And and uh, another thing about this passage is that the dispensationalists talk a lot about Abraham and and. And salvation and mm. and whatever whatever theory they have about millennium, but they never ever get to Romans four. Mm. I don't know if you see. You know, I was forced to, to read men like mm. Dwight L. Pentecost. A pastor said to me because of my position um, on on um, on eschatology. He said, "Did you read um, Dwight L. Pentecost?" See, he would clear up your mind. I say, yeah, "I read him." But I don't believe what he said. Mm-hmm. And, and these, these, these main Curtis, that are pointed that we are pointed to, you better be careful with them. We have a preacher here which is good, um, who, can, who can critique what I'm saying? Um, be, be careful with these men. okay? Be very careful. Anyhow, we read in the Romans text, what shall we say then that Abraham, our father. Now here, Paul is writing to a Gentile church and notice what he calls Abraham, our father. As pertaining to the flesh have found, for if Abraham were justified by works, he have whereof, he have something to glory, but not before God. For what saith the scripture, Abraham believed God and it was counted or imputed unto him for righteousness. Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. But of him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Now there is a debate here and this is one of the controversies where this passage Based on the pronoun his, his faith in Romans 4, 5, is this word referring to Abraham's faith? The answer is no. The word his has to be Christ's faith that is imputed or that was imputed to Abraham. The verse says that his faith is counted or imputed for righteousness. It's not Abraham's faith. It has to be the faith that God gave him, and and this is where some differ, and I I I I I I beg I beg to disagree, if you because if if we are claiming that we that fit that our faith is the contributing factor to salvation, then we are saying that we did some work, mm. and we have to be careful mm. with any kind of work, no matter how small it is. Uh, so uh, I, I, as I, I, I've read most of these guys that address this subject, and I find that some of them did not go far enough. Um, and I stand here, I stand here based on the word of God today. Uh, it, it couldn't be Abraham's faith. If you read carefully, um, Abraham's uh, um, what, 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 heritage, that is that is, that is um, described in Ezekiel chapter 16. And God said, he found the Syrian wallowing in his blood. He wasn't supple." And I said unto you, live. And you live. That moment, Abraham was converted. And God gave him this gift. And, and, and that's why Abraham was able to pack up his bags with his wife. Believe. Uh, God give him the gift of faith to believe. Just as God grants repentance, He grants faith to repent. The other, the other text that says it conclusively is the text that I've read already this morning. It, it says it very conclusively when the apostle confronted Peter uh, as Peter was backpedaling uh, because of the. The Judaizers, his friends, Peter was living by faith. He was preaching by preaching faith and he was practicing faith that he was eating with the Gentiles. But then the big wheels showed up and Peter, you know, like some of us, when we get among our friends that that and they hear that we somehow some of us are dabbling in reformation. Uh, We're dabbling in the doctrine of election. Um, We're we're dabbling in the doctrine of the sovereignty of God. um, In salvation. Where we get with them, we we backpedal. Well, I wonder about that. Mm. I get kicked out of the church. Mm. They stopped me from preaching, Frank. Mm. Because they, they listen carefully. You know, this guy is going down. A Calvinistic group. That's the word they always use. Calvinist. I don't even even know if I'm sure what a Calvinist is. (laughs) I'm serious. I'm I'm not even sure. Uh, What if Calvin preached some of the doctrines of grace? But there's a lot of other people that preach them too. That you read. Spurgeon preached them. Mm -hmm. I see you got the books with Spurgeon. Copying the sermons. But you don't know Spurgeon. R.C. Sproul. All of these men are staunch. Um, James Montgomery boys are staunch supporters of the Reformation. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're in good company. Amen. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't have to backpedal to these guys. But Peter was backpedaling and Paul. And Paul oh, had his issues too. Because Paul also began to backpedal. I, I wonder about Paul taking um, what it was Timothy and shaving him because he wanted to. to uh, I, I don't know, um, about, therefore, you commented about that some time ago um, that, that, that Paul wanted to be accepted and they want to. Uh, have a, I, 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 from that point on, Paul was getting their persecution because he too, as good as he was. So we are, all of us are tempted to, to backpedal uh, because our faith is not perfect. Uh, uh, but Paul said, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith. Notice the definite article. I I, I, I have to say, I don't like how the new King James put it. I, I prefer what the new, where um, the interlinear, the Greek interlinear says it. Um, A man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Christ, Jesus Christ, that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. But if while we seek to be justified by Christ, we also are found sinners. Is therefore Christ the minister of sin? God forbid twice the apostle Paul uses the definite article uh, saying that we are justified by the faith of Christ With, without any doubt that's what the scripture says and the phrase is really out of the faith of Jesus Christ we're justified out of or the inter in, interlinear puts it unto yeah, but, but out of because of because the Lord Jesus Christ is the one who obeyed all the requirements of the law, and, and that mm-hmm. obedience is transferred, mm-hmm. imputed to me mm-hmm. and you, to me and you. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a savior, brother, mm-hmm. and, and and if you're a Christian, you better know these things. Better know what you believe, and and a lot of people don't know what they believe. They're not taught. They just start to come and jump up. Boy, accepted Jesus. What does that mean? What does that mean? I did too. Or I lived like the devil in hell. He was faithful to the end. And no wonder Ephesians, the favorite passage, can say, For by grace are you saved through faith, or out of faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God again, you see, it. faith is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And you know, there's always an element of boasting when man says that his it is his faith that God recognizes. It is, After all, uh, my brother didn't see it, but I saw it. And God saw that faith is a good work. Uh, and if we are not saved by any good works, uh, we, we, we can't attribute the saving faith that we exhibit to, to ours, but it's imputed. Uh, and that's why Ephesians can say, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. In other words, he created us unto faith. That's a good work which God have before ordained that we should live or walk in them. Now, now these things are theological, but they are practical. And, and that's what I say. People would behave what they believe. God ordained good works that you and I should walk in it. As a matter of fact, faith is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. I don't know if you know this. When Paul lists them in Galatians 5.22, he says, by the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, weakness, temperance, against such there is no law. You group faith. And you're, so you're talking about faith. If you say you got faith, but what about meekness? Do you have that? What about gentleness? Oh, long suffering. You jump and say, oh, yeah, I got faith. But what about those others? So, the faith that justifies is an imputed faith given to God's elect. It's called common faith. Okay, that's why ephesians 4 says there's one faith there's one baptism if there's one spirit there's one lord there's one faith there's one baptism how come if it is one it is mine all belongs to the lord that is granted to his people and we should be thankful if we are a converted people extremely thankful so number two Faith that justifies is an active faith. Alluded to that, I said it's an imputed faith. It's an active faith. The, the believer's faith is not dead. As I said. Uh, James, See thou how faith wrought with good works, and by works was faith made complete, perfect. Faith will work, not to be justified, but because one is justified. Mm-hmm. In many of the gospels, you may remember Jesus commended men for active faith. You remember the four men who was carrying the man on this stretcher, this bed, um, to let him down. Jesus, the Bible says, Jesus seeing their faith, said, Son, thy sins be forgiven you. This is in Mark chapter 5. Jesus did not see the paralytic man's faith, he had none. He was paralyzed he saw the faith of the four men that were bringing him and this is because faith is active he gave the four men the faith to take off the roof and let down the men and by the way Jesus sees our evangelistic efforts because he grant us the will To do those things. Those four really represent true believers. We exercise faith when we bring the gospel to the lost. And and at times God sees it fit to bless our labors. um, That are done in his name. Because he grants us that faith. do those actions and 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 this bragging and this boasting Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is no place for the -hmm. the child of god and and faith never sits on the gospel and and, and the church has become complacent uh, sitting on the gospel Faith doesn't. And most of the time, the pastor is responsible for that. And, and that's why I sh- try to show an example to this church, uh, as, as as weak as I'm getting. Um, but sometimes it's, very, it's, it's not catching. Uh, as I often say, rarely does anyone inquire about missions uh, le- left for one or two people. It doesn't, doesn't move them. It doesn't move them at all. If there was a wedding coming up, we would have a baby shower. I mean, a bridal shower. Or if there's a new baby coming, we'll see people mobilizing uh, It is this nonsense. I call it nonsense in comparison to missions. Hmm. That's why I call it nonsense. We should get exercise about these things. That's exercising faith never sits on the gospel it's dangerous to label individuals as I said on Christians the question is if they have been granted repentance because repentance and faith goes together and finally brethren in or looking at this faith alone you saw faith is imputed it's the, it's the fifth that justifies imputed faith. We see it's a faith that is active, it's not dead, it's not latent, it doesn't we don't sit on it. But we see thirdly, the faith that justifies is a lasting. It's a lasting faith. It's not a faith that will dissipate um, or that will be taken away from the believer. A believer doesn't have faith today and cease to have faith 10 years later. Mm. I hope you mm. understand this. We, we don't have faith, the faith of Jesus Christ today, and then 10 years later, uh, we don't have it. Um, somewhere along the line, we lose it, but that's not possible. Mm. That's, that, that should be an encouragement, Brother Charlie, with, with all the affliction that come. Job, wife, down. Why don't you just curse God and die? Look at Job. Mm. I have heard people say this brother lost his faith. Well, he lost his faith because it is his faith. That's so why he lost it. It was an imputed faith. The problem is that that brother never had mm. saving faith. Mm-hmm. Amen. Because this is a faith that is a lasting faith. We don't brag, but uh, uh, we know the child of God will wait it out on his bed, on his suffering bed. <clears throat> uh, maybe we may lose our mind, Brother Frank, mm. but don't get confused mm. if a man mm. loses his mind mm. and transfer that, that the man lost his faith. You can lose your mind, you can lose your faculties, you can lose your memory. You can't lose your faith. Mm-hmm. Amen. Romans eight. Nothing can separate us from the Lord. And 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 the church needs to know doctrine, and they need to be taught doctrine, teachings of the Bible. Many Christians don't know doctrine. They're going along, but they don't know doctrine. Jesus is the author and finisher of faith. The Philippians text says, he that began a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Faith that justifies is a lasting faith. That text that I quoted when I was reading Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38 and 39. Now the judge shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we, the ones that have the imputed faith. We are not of those that draw back onto perdition, but them that believe to the saving of the soul. That's the last faith. We encourage, brethren, if the Lord has started a work in us, he would complete it. We just have to be thankful that we don't keep ourselves. If you and I are granted faith to believe on the son, the Lord will make sure that you are kept, mm-hmm. but by the way, you too have to keep yourself. Mm-hmm. And you if you are if you are converted, you would put yourself in a place to be kept. If you find that you are not putting yourself in a place to be kept, you should answer the question, mm-hmm. brethren. There's a third one. That is the third one. That's why Jude says that we he's able to keep us from falling. But Jude also tell us, keep yourself in the love of God. Mm-hmm. And this is why that if Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith, it means that he began faith in his people, he will complete that faith. When we will no longer need faith, because mm-hmm. you don't need faith when you see Jesus, mm-hmm. you have sight. Mm-hmm you be made like him. The five solos go together. You can't mm-hmm. believe one and not the next. Mm-hmm. I like you. You can't say you believe one or not. But you, have to, you have to believe all. Okay? I, I, I. Scripture alone, Christ alone, faith alone. Next, grace alone. May God bless your heart. Yeah. Let's pray. Lord, this is an encouraging doctrine that we we believe. uh, We pray that we would not mislead our brethren by telling them what they have to contribute to their salvation. Salvation is of the Lord, and it is from start to finish. We only pray, Lord, that you will keep us from error, that you will keep us even from ourselves uh, and and our flesh. Because these things weigh us down. And and we pray that you will strengthen us as we go into this phase of, of prayer. Be with us now in Jesus' name. Amen.